It was still early, not even seven o'clock, when everybody was ready and were able to leave. I started the car and left back for the campus. We arrived and got out. We've been there hundreds of times, but now somehow it felt different. The air was fresh. There wasn't a soul around for some reason. The sun was slightly higher, but still the light fell on the trees in a magical way. The tall shadows clearly drawn on the grass and paths. The four of us found a bench to sit on. Grace and Nick, still somewhat frustrated with each other. They spoke as an old couple. Little boundaries, very outspoken. They were really meant to be together. The way they spoke, there was no denying that they were exactly compatible. Adrienne and I were a different story. Our communication was akin to dance. Context largely implicit. There was a nuance in every movement. Harmony with every word. We were communicating in a way that others found alien. We needed only a few words, without context or clear definition, to find ways to say what we need to. A simple nod, or just the angle we kept our heads, were subtext enough for our conversation between the two of us. Others couldn't understand how we'd gotten here without actually being an item. Adrienne had a boyfriend her freshman year. I'd broken up with my girlfriend before I left for college. We were both single, available, but this dance, we couldn't avoid it. We were both sufficiently inexperienced that we still didn't know what to do, though we both knew exactly what we wanted. The Perfect Day of Summer, Part 2 She looked at me and smiled. Enjoying the view? Her words startled me. I was surprised but quickly regained myself. It's beautiful, the sun, the music, but most of all you. She smiled and let out a short giggle. Oh, you charmer. I guess we should really start going out at some point while you still find me beautiful. I was struck, gasping, and lost for words. I shrugged and shook my head. She stood up. For all the words we've exchanged, this is the point where you lose them. Good to know. Then left to get ready. You know I wasn't serious. Now just wait. I'll be out in a minute. Within five minutes she was ready. Back with clothes, towel. For when we'd swim together with enough of a lunch that we'd be able to plan freely what we do that day. That summer really changed Nick, made him an artist. It showed us how you can capture raw emotion, even with a paintbrush. At first, Grace never believed him. She, sh she thought he had stolen the art. Every time they clashed, Nick got frustrated and he'd paint. Grace would find his work and at first confront him directly. How stupid do you think I am? Obviously you'd buy this to impress me. After several paintings, though, she suspected that we was involved in something foul, something that afforded him the luxury to buy these paintings. She started asking me, and I told her the truth. Nick's only spending money on art supplies. It's his therapy. Every time he goes out to paint, comes back calm and relaxed. It took Grace three months to figure out it was real, and another three before they mended their relationship, and come Valentine's Day next year, Nick, trying to make a grand gesture, presented Grace with a painting of her, not knowing that Grace had also planned a grand gesture, giving him all sorts of painting supplies that he need and, uh, from a book that she read on uh, painting. We all cried. We cried because the painting of Grace was out of this world. We cried because we finally saw them together, and we cried a bit because our play and primary means of entertaining ourselves was over. Adrienne, amused at the lover's quarrel, went back inside to finish her breakfast and get ready. After patching things up between Nick and Grace, I followed her in. The sun was behind the apartment, 
the lawn I was walking over cast in shade. The sun was low and it illuminated the apartment. Golden glow emanated from the apartment. Music played in the background. An album from Joao Gilberto. The gentle bossa nova beats, perfect soundtrack to the summer morning. Adrienne sat at the breakfast table, a golden halo surrounding her. Slowly, but very deliberately, she tore the bread, smeared some of it, and took a bite. There was a mindfulness to the situation, the way she'd bring it to her mouth, her jaw chewing the bread, flew with was a life-giving nectar, humming with the gentle satisfaction of how well it tasted. I hope you enjoyed this narration. For more stories or other information, please visit carliswriting.wordpress.com. That is carl with a k iswriting.wordpress.com. Thank you and have a nice day.